Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Social Angle Podcast. It's Melissa here, and I'm really excited to talk to Holly Singletary. She's a digital content strategist in ASI's Creative Labs. She has extensive experience in digital content strategy, social media marketing, and management. We talked today about self-care tips for social media marketing professionals that you can work into your own self-care routine. We also talk about how organizations can better support social media professionals during this time. It's an awesome episode with tons of insight that you don't want to miss. Before we get started, would you like to have a moment of silence for all the social media managers who are going through it right now? Yes, let's do it. Okay. All right, guys. So you can't see it, but we're definitely toasting you with coffee mugs filled with wine. (laughs) This has been a rough year for y'all, I think, for anybody actually who's been in any communications, media, or digital marketing profession. So We wanted to do this episode to talk about self-care for social media professionals. So the reason that I had Holly on is she is an expert in the social sphere. She's been doing this for a long time, and I knew that she was going to have some awesome tips for our audience. So Holly, I want to ask you, as you know, social media marketing takes real skill. However, it's often misunderstood and trivialized compared to other marketing channels. What do you think are the most common misconceptions about the pressure and stress that you can experience working in this profession? That it can be done easily and you don't need a lot of skill. People think when you have changes with social media, oh, it's just a simple fix, but actually it's not that simple because you have to go in, change your content, see if it works with your strategy, see if it is tone deaf based on what's going on in the world. And with the change, does your image now work with the content that you already wrote and had proofed and uploaded? So it takes a little skill. Yeah, and I agree. Everything you just said, like, I think social changes so quickly. And especially this year, it's kind of been like taken to the extreme, right? You know, it seems like almost weekly social media managers are kind of checking in to see if the tone of their messaging, like you said, the branding and images kind of match the tone online and if it's representative. Because like you said, the the last thing you want is to be tone deaf or insensitive to your audience or not really offer them something relevant to what's going on. For me, I think personally, um, you know, the one thing that I think people misunderstand is the sentiment piece, right? You know, customer service is often a huge part when it comes to social media. And I know for myself being in a role where I'll often manage uh, feedback from some of our ASI members or I'm responsible for um, responding to comments. The sentiment can be, you know, a lot to take. Sometimes it's someone who's being very negative. Um, You know, they're saying maybe rude or inappropriate things. And I know that that can be something that's experienced in this role. So I think sometimes seeing those things, uh, people don't perceive, you know, because they're detached on the other end of the screen, you know, how much that impacts somebody. So I think that's another thing that people often will uh, misunderstand about this role. 
feel like people on social media, they don't have a filter and they feel like because they're behind a computer, they can say what they want to say. Mm. But social media managers, a lot of them, you have to have tough skin or you're always internalizing the criticism. I feel like the criticism a lot of times outweighs the positive comments people have. So mm. it's like you need to find a way to decompress and detach yourself from mm. what you're constantly seeing all the time. And I totally agree. And I mean, I think that also makes a good point about like, just the landscape itself can be relentless. You know, if you're somebody who's managing a community and you're handling with feedback, and if it's especially negative, you know, throw on kind of the discourse of this year, the pandemic, everything that's been going on on top of that, it can be a lot to handle and a lot for one person to take. And often this role can be uh, maybe just one person or it's a very small team. So it's somebody who's wearing multiple hats and you know is responsible for responding in a quick manner that's on brand, that's sensitive to whatever complaint they're handling, that's hopefully um, de-escalating a situation and not making it worse for that brand's reputation. So there's a lot of hats that this role wears that I think people sometimes uh, don't realize. And then on top of that, social media is constantly evolving. So it's like, even just with last week, Instagram Reels came out, they launched. So it's like, all of us are like, oh, what's this? How does it work? Does my account have it? Let me test it. Do I want to present it to my client? So you're constantly researching new things and new strategies and how to help your client best present themselves on social media. And on top of that, it's basically a 24-7 job because <laughs> things go are really going on early morning, late at night. There's really no time to stop. And it's like, if you take too long to respond to something, it's like, oh, you don't care. So it's like your phone is constantly going off with notifications. So you need to know how to shut down, take time for yourself, plan out your day in order to still be good at your job and take care of yourself so you're not burned out. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, honestly, like once you think about it, uh, there was a, and uh, a Twitter uh, meme, and I can't remember the influencer's name, but I thought it was so on point where it talked about the many different facets of marketing that are solely just in social media, like it's copywriting, it's graphic design, it's strategy, it's analysis of the data that you have. It's so much in one role. And then again, like you said, you know, wearing the multiple hats, like sometimes, you know, you're responsible for uh, not only strategy for organic and community management, but you're creating the brand assets, the copywriting, you're maybe even doing paid. So it's one of those things where it's kind of a 24-7 job. So making sure that you have um, good self-care in place for yourself so you don't get burnt out, but you're able to excel in this role is really important. So I was so excited to talk to you about what are some of your best tips for, for self-care if you work in social? I would love to know. Okay, so the first thing that I do is I try to control my day. I know that if I go into the office early in the morning, like by six or seven, I'll get quiet time between then and nine o'clock to actually write and brainstorm and actually do physical work. Now, if a crisis comes down, I might leave at two or three because I know that I'm going to be working later at night. So then that gives me time to eat, maybe take a quick power nap 
and gear up for nighttime to work. Yeah, power gaps. <laughs> so, and then in the middle of the day, you're just dealing with customer requests, internal requests, communicating with your team. So I think it's really important to know the best times that you're going to work and be productive and structure yourself to take control of those times. And I think that's a good point as well as like, how can you set yourself up for success in your daily tasks to make sure like you're operating at a time that's most optimal for you and your creativity, but you're still able to kind of like have those checkpoints for the many different hats you wear in your job. Like I know for me, you know, as somebody, especially now with COVID and being stuck inside, I'm always on a screen, it feels like, whether it's for work, whether it's, you know, in my personal life watching Netflix, whether it's checking my phone, if there's a new notification in our Facebook group. So for me, like what has helped the most, um, you know, you mentioned kind of breaking up your day, I'll do that by doing like some exercise, like, you know, once five o'clock hits and I sign out, you know, for the day, even though, you know, I'm still monitoring things after I'm officially done my day, in case there's an emergency, I'll just go for a walk. Like I'll clear my head, I'll jump rope. Um, I'm not that good. I'll, <laughs> I trip a lot. <laughs> I've busted my knees many a time on the concrete outside, but like, it's just a good way for me to get some endorphins and kind of take a break that like I'm quote unquote off. So I think just having those boundaries that kind of like, you know, switch you out of your regular um, mindset of what you're doing helps. And then I also think like, you need to step away and unwind. You know how when you blow bubbles with kids, like no matter yeah. what you do with the bubbles, they're just automatically happy and it's like, it's magical. Mm -hmm. I feel like adults yeah. define our bubbles. Like for me, it might be reading, puzzles, cooking, or even watching TV, but just do something that you know will give you automatic joy. And sometimes just literally lighting a candle while I work lavender scent, it, it just calms me. Oh, I love that. I love anything with aromatherapy and candles. Like you can't go wrong. I like that. And that's like just a simple tip, right? It's something that's small, but it totally affects your mood. It makes you feel more positive, like creating that pleasant environment for you to work in, I think is great. Um, another thing that I sometimes do is I will mute notifications at certain times. Like it's I've never realized how much I check my phone since I started doing this. You know, it's just kind of like that automatic habit, right? Like it's, <laughs> it's a part of us now. So for me, um, you know, if I want to have my dinner, you know, like for 45 minutes, you know, I'll just like turn off notifications on my phone. And a lot of times, like what you can do, it's a setting either in your phone or you can do it specifically for an app. Um, and you can do it for, you know, a certain amount of time if it's via your phone or you can just do it specifically like if you know you're going to be off for a day and you're taking vacation, you know, you can turn that off to just kind of be present in the moment. And I feel like it helps me break that habit of constantly checking so I don't feel like I always have to be online, even though I, I would, Yep. <laughs> I would put my MacBook and my phone in a drawer and walk away and put them on do not disturb just to make sure like. Or I'll even give them to like my parents and be like, don't let me touch this for at least three hours. I need nice. time. That's, so, yeah. good. That's a good one. And what do you think too, as well? Like, you know, we've gone through some really good personal tips, um, you know, for self-care, but what do you think organizations can do more to support people in this role, especially during this time? I think that 
social media managers, we understand each other and the workflow and the issues that we face more than the other people in our companies. So I think it's always important to keep money in the budget for conferences. Because when you go to conferences, you like can troubleshoot things, you can brainstorm, you bring back different ideas. And it's nothing like somebody being able to relate to what you're going through and helping you figure it out. And then you build these connections. So even if I have an issue a few months later, I can shoot them an email or call them up and be like, well, what do you think about this? Did you experience this problem? How did you solve it? So it's just basically making sure your all your employees are educated and they can go to networking events and conferences just to better themselves. Is there any favorite like social media conferences you have, Holly? I went to the social shakeup in Atlanta last year okay. and I absolutely loved it. Like this year they're moving to Boston and okay. I don't know if it's going to be actually in person or if it's going to be virtual. I guess it all depends on what happens, but I did love that one. I made a whole lot of good connections there and learned a lot. That's awesome. Okay. I'll definitely make sure to add that in the write up for show notes if people want to check it out, but I totally agree. I think especially because of the landscape of social changes so much going to conferences where you can be exposed to like new ideas and then also like that social support piece of just meeting new people and connections. I think for me, um, you know, vacation is really important. Um, I think having time where you are completely like signed out of all devices like phone, computer, tablet, whatever you're using to manage kind of your day-to-day -day tasks in this role is really important. So if organizations can kind of put in a structure where this person can sign out, you know, like where somebody can manage the community, maybe you have pre-done assets scheduled out and it's really just maybe a communications assistant just going in to monitor things, even if it's not specifically another social media manager, um, you know, making sure you have those um, structures in place, I think is very supportive of this person being able to kind of rejuvenate themselves and then come back better um, for this role. I agree. I do not take enough vacation. <laughs> we never do. <laughs> but I have to say, I'm happy I'm recording this with you in Ocean City. So I <laughs> I'm enjoying my now. <laughs> I kind of, like I have implemented the last few years like I shut down at the end of the year so it's like it's after before Christmas it's my last day in the office and I don't come back in until January and those are that's when I get like I recover from the year I decompress and I'm like I come back and I'm like let's go that's awesome good for you I love it Holly that's awesome I like that you fix that into your routine now and I think that is the perfect uh, note for us to end to. So thank you so much for all your insight today, Holly. I appreciate it. Is there anything you'd like to leave our audience with? Honestly, just breathe. We're not saving lives here. Yes, best advice, the best advice. All right, thank you so much, Holly, for your time. I appreciate it. You're welcome.